Are you uh, are you sitting comfortably? So I um, I'm really feeling rusty. Um, you know, I haven't done this for ages. <laughs> also, I don't, I don't know what to call this, whether or not it's episode one of season two or episode 17 of like the whole thing. Because Apple have done this thing now where you can put it into seasons. Mm-hmm. So whether this is episode one or 17, I'll only know once this goes live. Okay, have you started now? We've been recording for like this whole time. Yeah. Is this actually it? Yeah. Interesting. Do you think it would be more of a big deal? Well, I was just expecting some party poppers or something. Well, we've got a bottle to pop. That's right? the point. That, yeah. Sorry, okay, I'll do it again. I just thought they would like, be... Oh my God, we're here. That's it. There we go. It's season two. We're back. It's episode one forward slash 17 of Bottle Pop. And I'm joined by the wonderful Peter Robinson. Hello. Also known as Pop Justice. Also known as... I don't know, what else? That is it, literally it. And uh, it's an honor to have you, it's episode one, slash 17. It's amazing that I listened to the whole last season. Did you? Thinking, when am I gonna get the email? Did you really? Nothing fucking came. Well, no, because I I kind of thought, you, you reposted the very first episode with Joe Stone, and I was like, oh, okay, Peter's on board with this, this is great. Yep. But then I thought, I, in a really tactical way, I thought I'll save Peter for the first episode of the second season. As I as I grew more and more furious. No, don't say that. Don't say that. Because I just thought as well, like I was finding my feet and like just seeing how it how it how it went, and it actually went quite well. And there has there has been a, a rash of music related podcasts. I thought since then. Um, Are you saying you set the trend for music podcasts? No. I mean, you're too modest to say that. I am too modest and to say that. And also it would be incorrect. I'd but <laughs> I thought it was really good. Yeah, it's not that bad. It's all right. It's, I have fun making it. That's the main thing. And um, You just do what you do. And if anyone downloads it, that's a bonus. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there we go. Who said that? Is that a Every indie effect? band ever. We just do what we do. Well, that's me. I'm an indie podcaster. So, um, no, we don't have any sponsorship. Although we did have Greg's at one point. I did get that card. I don't know if you remember. Um, for free Greg's for a year. So that was fun. Has that year now expired? or how's No, it going? We've, we've got two months left. Um, and to be honest, I used to, I've moved house. So things have changed since the last episode. Obviously, we're in Haggerston now. And we're moving up in the world, literally, mm-hmm. fourth floor. Um, no more mopeds outside, thank God. Because that, <laughs> that was hell. That was a nice touch. I did wonder if that was just some uh, sound effects. You no, 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 no. They, they were little punks that would just drive up and down the street. Um, now we've just got an annoying dog that, oh, they can probably hear, that just barks a lot. But um, How big is this dog? What, what, it's like a little... What make of dog? It's a make, what make? It's a, a Westie. They're quite evil. Yeah. Are they? Yeah. My friend Naomi had one when we were growing up, and it was called Maisie. And when we go into her house, her house, to get from the front door to the living room, you had to walk through the hall, and it was literally like Indiana Jones to get away from it, because it was just biting at your ankles, <laughs> and it did, that, it did die, which was a relief. Were you in any way involved in its death? No, although I was, um, it was implied, but it didn't, it wasn't me, I love dogs. Yeah, but I, I suppose we should um, catch up since the last episode, which was December, so a lot has happened since then, in general, I think. Things have happened. Um, things have. Things do happen, don't they? Um, and uh, my biggest thing is ABBA reforming. That's going to change my life, I think. Although it's not kind of reforming, but it counts. <sighs> right, okay, so... Cause I, How do you I, feel? I kind of heard last year about this, and um, so I've had a while to mull it over. Mm. I feel, right, I feel, what do I feel? A whole range I feel, of things. I have, because I'm literally quite old, I, <laughs> I, for, I for a long time th- I had this kind of feeling as I sort of got into my 20s, like, how amazing would it be if I, in my living years, mm-hmm. heard new ABBA material. And then I actually realized that I had that had actually already happened, but I was just like four at the time because right. uh, my mum would play ABBA around the house and she yeah. would play the visitors all the time 82. and all that sort of stuff. So 
Um, so in my lifetime, I have heard new ABBA music right. and consumed it, but that's not really what I'm talking about. I'm talking about me now hearing <laughs> new ABBA songs. Yeah. So then there's the question of what would an ABBA song sound like in 2018? Yeah. And so you listen through your um, ABBA Spotify playlist mm -hmm. that you have and I have, and everyone has their own <laughs> one. They've probably all got the same songs on. Yeah. Um, so the ABBA, I think, I think the number is 98. I think they've got 98 songs. <gasps> So it's actually quite easy mm. to get the whole lot in a playlist. I've got a special playlist called ABBA Shithouse, right. which is all their worst stuff. And that's like 35, that they've made... 35 shit songs. A, and not just not very good, absolute the weird stinkers. Ones, just, yeah. no, just what? Some of them are, the yeah. Songs no one ever talks about. Yeah. Um, but then on the ABBA... Um, on the Apple Golda playlist, <laughs> um, I mean that's like forty-five songs on there. Yeah. So there, obviously there's a few in it's the middle. A good there, rate which, of success. Um, but I mean, that, but they listen to that and you think, like, which of these songs could an Ab would or do I want an Abbott song to sound like right. in 2018? And a lot of them, like, if they came out a Dancing Queen now, mm. it wouldn't work. Mm. Day Before You Came would work. Yeah. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Sort of. Yeah. But I mean who would they work on it with because they'd want to make it a bit up to date wouldn't they yeah but so all the latest are they going to just get in martin garrick to do something on it because you can never you never really know yeah. do you how how sort of older artists see their legacy and see did you hear the swedish eurovision entry this year benjamin ingross yes see i think it would <laughs> it would be good if they did something a little bit like that a little bit funky a little bit funky. <laughs> I'm showing my age now. But I, I, <laughs> a real toe tap. But maybe one of them, yeah, like a toe tapping one, and then something could be electronic and a bit weird. Okay, what I want is a ballad. Yeah. And I want because oh. they've done they've done two new songs, so I want a ballad. Both be ballads, Or a winner takes it all ballad banger. Right. Yes. Uh, and a mid tempo electronic thing. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. um, in the style of the day before you came. Yes. And I want them to work with as many of the original people that they did work with, yeah. but also to call in Max Martin yeah. to just, you know, just, just to go, look, lads. Just some bits. Because <laughs> I guess, you know, they don't need to worry about what radio, like Radio 1 aren't going to play this song. They don't need to, don't need to worry about be. being contemporary. Yeah. They're not in Do that. Do you want it to chart? Is that what you're aiming for? I would like it to chart, but in the streaming era, I don't yeah. think it, like, all that sort of stuff. You don't know, though, because... Things are, didn't their greatest hits go back into the chart just off streaming when they announced that they got back together? So I, I mean, think, I think it's a scandal that ever left the chart. Yeah, well, of course, but I genuinely think they have every possibility of, of charting. But if it's if it's a prop, if it's a proper good song, yeah, then it and then it could happen. Quite scary, um, isn't it? Obviously, to make it work on Spotify, they'd need a uh, rehab remix <laughs> and obviously an acoustic version two weeks later, yeah. and maybe a nice tropical version. Also, as they well, need to so. get like the chorus in the first five seconds as well. Absolutely, no messing around. Do you know what I mean? Just bang straight into it. Um, so yeah, so I kind of want that. I, 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 do I want Max Martin involved? I sort of. It would be good if there was just somebody to just have a sort of contemporary ear right and I, yeah, mean, and I mentioned him because obviously he's Swedish Swedish because um, they could then talk in Swedish in the studio and there'd be no misunderstandings which would be great yes but I do think they have the tendency to go a bit I think it's going to be very winner takes it all -y because of the chess thing and the musicals thing and Benny and Bjorn have been doing that kind of thing yeah recently but then I also think you know when Agnetta did her last album, there was a song on there that kind of sounded like it could have been another song. So all I'm waiting for is just to hear her and Frida together. Well, there's that on a, on that, a bop. that Benny album with Story of a Heart on it as well. Oh, I mean, yeah. that was basically an ABBA song. Yeah. So I think they've got it in them, and I think, you know, I I I love um, all different types of ABBA, but I think you're right. It needs to be like electronic mid tempo, but that's not what they're going to do. Have you been to the immersive exhibition thing on the South? No, I haven't. I've been to it's the... It's great. Is it? I cried within the first minute of Did being you? in there. Have you and then I the... went again and I cried again within the first minute of being in there. Was it the there. Jonas Auckland thing, the, the video? Because... It was, well, you go in, I don't really want to ruin the surprise, but you go into a tiny room yeah. with the other people who are in your group who go around and it's a bit like, obviously other people are awful, yeah. but it's kind of nice because both times I went, it was with fans from the first time around. Some of them had their kids with them or their yeah. grandkids and it was, kind of, you could see it through the generations mm -hmm. that something was 
something was being passed on slightly <laughs> yeah. and it's you know the, that that's Mamma Mia isn't it that's yeah. done that so like my um, my daughter who's seven she decided she you know she started talking about ABBA because really? her friend had been playing Mamma Mia around her house when she went around um, and it's good isn't it it's very me when I was five I think that's when ABBA Gold came out and my mum took me to see Bjorn again and I was just a little child obsessed with ABBA so that was my childhood. How long is it until? Because I'll do that. They've extended it <gasps> until maybe July, I think. I'm going to Sweden with my mom in two weeks, and we're gonna. I'm taking her to the Abbey Museum. Amazing. Because she hasn't been, and she's never been to Stockholm actually, so it's about time. And she's obsessed, like beyond obsessed. And uh, yes, yeah, so it's just literally the best news I've had for a really long time. And I don't care really if the songs aren't that great, it's just the fact that they're back together. And it's really funny you were saying that earlier because I was always super envious of my sisters because they were born in 1982. Okay. And I think Abba broke up in 83 maybe, or four, I'm not sure. And I was, growing up I remember being five and being envious of them because they were alive for two years while Abba were together. And actually being like, oh, I can't believe they experienced Abba at the time. But now, in my later years, here we are, and it's all happening again. Will you go and see their hologram tour? It, mm, I don't really know what the point in that is. It sounds but a bit will, fucking weird, doesn't it? Yeah, well, they'll be live musicians, but then they'll be holograms. I... Because I wouldn't mind that. I don't know. I think... Like live backing vocals, live guitars... I, I can't figure like out... I just don't understand the whole thing. So, the, so apparently the, all this hologram technology has moved on a lot since, since, the since that two-pack thing and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, so apparently it's now really good. Right. So obviously the four members of ABBA, I guess, will obviously be the holograms. Right. Although I wonder if on some nights one of them might swap. Like if the holograms are that good that you can't tell the difference, I wonder if maybe Ooh. Benny will just be Benny for a few songs yeah. on some, I don't know. Um, but is it going to be holograms of them as they are now? Right. Holograms of as them they as they were then? That would be... Or both? Are they going to age yeah. through the course of the show? Like that's weird, that's weird for a start. Yeah. And are they going to be on stage with other band members who are real? Or is the whole thing going to... Will I've... people cheer? Like, what? I think they'll have... Have you seen the... the there's like, you can watch an entire concert of Abbott on, on YouTube if you want to. Like, it's all on there. And I think that's what they'll use is the footage. And then they'll just, like, reconstruct around that, I think. Tell you what. Possibly. I mean, I've always wanted to see Abbott live, obviously. And obviously they should do Glastonbury. But... Yes! Have you listened in the cold light of day to the Abbott live album on Spotify? No. Whew. It's bad. Is it? It's really bad. I think I have heard some of it and I was impressed, but I didn't... It's... A, a, really? It's just bad. <laughs> but, but all live albums are terrible, aren't they? Yeah. Apart As from... The, some Like, the cores unplugged. I think that's really good. Okay, I'll tell you word for that one. <laughs> it is. Um, I love the cores. Also, uh, think we should make a toast at this point um, and pop the bottle. Are you ready to drink? Oh yeah. Because you haven't been very well, have you, Peter? No, I haven't, and, and I, I haven't have... drunk for a few days, so oh I am God. gasping. So, welcome to my world. So I haven't had alcohol for, we're talking 10 days, which is quite a long time for me. Wow. Yeah. What? I just didn't- Oh, you're not supposed to ask that, are you, in case it's like, <laughs> oh, I've had a No, 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 I had, um, I- Venereal disease. No, yes, I, I'm on antibiotics. No, I, uh, I had, um, I woke up on the last time I drank with uh, food poisoning, which I think- Which sounds like the world's worst blues song. Does, doesn't it? Um, oh, and uh, I- What sort of food poisoning? Not both ends. Okay. Yeah, but I- um, I mean, what have you been eating? Oh, like fried fried chicken, which is my downfall. Right. And and I ate it because you make bad choices when you're drunk, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, And um, I literally didn't feel right for about four or five days. And then the weekend came around and I was like, I'm not ready to drink. And then I didn't, but I had a really good time. So the Kylie's birthday thing, I didn't go to a birthday party. I just went to a party. Which was for them. Okay. But anyway, I'm going to pop this. <laughs> okay. But yeah. Oh, shit. So yeah, I'm ready. More than ready. Oh. <sighs> so much promise in that sound, isn't there? There is. And I'm in. Oh, God. They don't do it over your laptop, Tom. Jesus Christ. It's a piece of shit. Don't worry. Hopefully, going to get a new one. Thank you for Hey, I've got something for you as well. Hey, I love presses. Oh, my God. You are a genius! A bottle of Aperol for you there. Peter now, has presented an 
Aperol. Now, obviously, you are supposed to add a little bit of soda water to it, but I just think, why water it down? Why? You know what I mean? Let's get tanked up. Let's do, do exactly you wanna, that. Do you want the Aperol in it now? Should we have one without? One without, and then so we can one. just gauge the quality of this. So where's yeah. this prosecco from? <clears throat> Sainsbury's, probably. Sainsbury's. I thought you were. Was it a test? I thought it was like an MNS unofficial oh. sponsorship thing with this. So, <laughs> if I don't, it's going to be Sainsbury's. I would have told you to piss off. Well, Jesus. this is going to sound. This is going to taste right. nice. Okay. But I, I, you know, obviously I'm in a new flat, so I don't know where's good around here for prosecco. We don't have anything great around here. There's not a local prosecco farm. No. There's a Tesco around the corner, and that's been voted the worst one in the UK. So all, the fridge is always broke. So it's, it's just terrible. Like, yeah. So Tesco Haggerston, go for an experience. I honestly. I feel know. very bad for you and your. The story. alcohol's all right though, but um, we should make a toast anyway. What are we toasting? Anything? Well, we, well I was actually going to suggest we toasted Abba coming back. Well, we should. We should. You bollocks there, haven't you? Should no, we just no. toast them anyway? I mean, I to think Abba. they deserve a bit more time of the podcast. Yeah. I mean, I just want to talk about Abba forever. All right, to Abba. To Abba. Don't fuck it up. Don't fuck it up. Thanks, Peter. Mmm. Ooh. It's quite. It tastes like it's been open. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It tastes fine to me. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. You know when they... Are you, how are you with wine and stuff? Like in a restaurant when they give it to you to taste, do you pretend to even drink pretend it? Pretend to. Like it tastes like vinegar, I'll say. I don't like that. But it's like, it's never going to like... Oh. Uh, oh. So this is the new mopeds. It's helicopters. Or Someone got a all helipad. All Have you got a helipad? We do actually, yeah. Do you? Yeah, Julian's arriving now from the channel. Oh, that was a joke, there. right? No, 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 he doesn't. Um, I thought we should, obviously, people may not know this, but we, I've known you for, for a while. And if it wasn't for you, I don't think I would know Julian, because that was all deluxe edition when you were putting on a live night yeah. at the Edition Hotel. That's how I met. Um, Big fat Julian, um, as I like to call him. <laughs> and obviously, like, the 20 quid prize have been there three times, something like that. What yeah, the, yeah, you've made your what, point, I think. I've made my point. <laughs> I know. What was the most shambolic one of those, like, in recent memory? I always think... I mean, it's all of them. No, all none of them have... But the last one, wasn't there a mutiny or something? Because I wasn't there. Do you know what? The last one... Well, unfortunately, I had been an idiot and I'd done this uh, shortlist and it wasn't... I'd done the shortlist not long after new rules had come out. In fact, uh, I think it might have been only out for a week or so. Right. I, in much the same way that when I first heard Crazy in Love, yeah. I announced to everyone in the office, this is going on a bit. I, <laughs> when I first... Um, when I sort of first heard uh, new rules, yeah. I kind of thought... It's great, and then it gets the chorus and nothing happens. Right. And I, I basically, I misunderstood the song. I yeah. misread the song. Um, so I didn't put it on the shortlist. But and then before you saw the video. I stuck with the shortlist. I, I've, I don't think I've ever changed the shortlist mm. after I've done it. Um, but everybody like came for you. And there were a few people on the night who were say, who just pretty kick up a stink going, get... Really? I, I almost said yes to having it on the shortlist, but well, I mean, you've got, I mean, it is a great song, and it's interesting because <laughs> the previous year, was it the year before? It was, it was the year it originally came out, not the release. But I'd be, yeah. be the one I've been on. There. You had hotter than hell on there, right? I remember. Yeah, I and did. It went first, I think. I think so. Yeah. I think it's it's sort of interesting because it wasn't. There was a long period where it looked like. Dua Lipa was not working. It was uncertain. It was, it's like, be the one who'd done surprisingly well. From from the outside, this is what it seemed like. So mm. Be the one who'd done surprisingly well for a buzz single. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... I do think... Um, we it's, haven't it's, had it's, a, it's interesting how one song can just yeah. change everything for an artist. It's and I actually think the song to do that possibly is the Martin Garrix thing, because that was just a massive, like, behemoth of True, actually. So, like... And that could have been anyone. Yeah, really. and I think that really helps, and I think they're doing that with Anne Marino and Marshmallow or whatever. So I think yeah. that's kind of like... Good luck with that. Yeah, I heard that in the taxi. That friend's song. Anyone can spell. Actually, Fergie's the only person that can pull that off. Spelling in a song. And also, if you listen to Friends, she doesn't actually spell out Friends. Does she not? F-R-I-N-D-S. Is that what she says? Friends. F-R-I... But, oh, okay. I think she's... She's got the E on the end of the I. But as soon as you hear the fact that she's actually singing F-R-I-N-D-S, you think, this is... 
This is a shambles. I think she's very talented and uh, she's just not got great songs, that's all. And I think if she did, then I think she'd be flying. Um, I actually have got this game thing next, so we are going to play a game. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Shall well, we, am I ready? Shall we neck I... these? Oh, actually, I was going to... We've got a game. It involves Lady Gaga. But I thought we'd... Just to warm you up, I've got a few, like, um, this or that type questions. And I, I've got a few apparently. okay? All right. So, um, first of all, what's your favourite ABBA song? Uh, Day Before You Came. Nice. What's your favourite ABBA member? What is your favourite <laughs> Who? Agneta, I guess. Good choice. I, said, I don't even know if there's a right answer to You that. could say any of them and I've yeah. got a good choice. Well, I don't know which, if I had to choose one of the men, I don't know which man I would choose. I don't, Benny. I don't know enough so about what the division of Labour was. So. Back then, Bjorn's a bit ugly. <laughs> Although he's grown into himself. <laughs> it's just because he used to wear those awful like jumpsuits. I remember actually being like six and repulsed by him. <laughs> yeah. But whereas Benny, I've always thought is quite handsome. Okay. Yeah. That's weird. Um, and your least favourite ABBA song? Um, can I consult my ABBA shithouse playlist? Of course you can. There's that one I was going to talk about um, when you were talking about shit ABBA songs. And it's actually, I really like it. It's on The Visitors. But it's the one where they're like, he has a threesome with a mom and a daughter. That one. Um, dun, 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 dun. Oh, what's it called? Two for the price of one. Yeah, that's fucked up. I mean, does your mother know? I don't think has aged well thematically. No, it hasn't. At all. Not in this day and age. They will not be playing that. So I mean, I've just uh, my Abba shithouse playlist is actually it's twenty five songs. <laughs> so I may have exaggerated. Right what about Livingston? Oh yeah. Susie hang around. Sitting in the palm tree. Santa. I mean, these are songs that no one talks about ever. Yeah. You might, one of these might bad, it's bad. One of these might end up on Mamma Mia 2, I guess. <gasps> I get quite nervous about Mamma Mia 2. A Man I in the Middle, King Kong song. I don't, these are just bad songs. I'm going to go for... I'm going to go for What About Livingstone. Brilliant. That's about a monkey, isn't it? Or not? I actually don't know. <laughs> okay. Um, do you prefer Duffy or Adele? These I, are just to warm you up, just to get those. I, I prefer, I prefer, on a Diet Coke advert level, Duffy, but yes. obviously Adele. Okay. I'd rather interview Adele. Uh, are you a Britney fan or a Christina fan? Britney fan. Yes. Do you like Justin Bieber or Justin Timberlake? Bieber. Girls Aloud or the Sugar Babes? Oh, I can't believe you've done this. I know. It's tough. Girls Aloud. Ooh, Lady Gaga or Katy Perry. Lady Gaga. Wow, okay, good answers. That leads us on nicely <laughs> to this. This is the official Lady Gaga um, lunchbox, I do believe. I used to have one of those, but then I trod on it. And it it's a piece of crap. It, it literally is falling apart. I was just like, am I going to hammer this out like it's some prize car? No. Or am I just going to throw it in the bin? We might have a spare one, So yeah, this is like falling apart. Right, yeah. As you can off. see. So we've got... Um, I think it's like 20 questions here that you have asked other pop stars and I thought Brilliant. I'd turn the tables round on you. Appreciate that. Thank you, Tom. So, um, go. All right. And I'm taking one, right? Take one. Okay. And uh, yeah, you can read it as well. If you can read my writing. If you'd been alive in America during the 1870s, what sort of work would you have been in? So, Peter, what sort of work would you have been in? Um, I mean, prostitution was quite a yeah. solid thing. There, I would be it? a prostitute if, like, given the choice in the eighteen seventies. Probably not. <laughs> probably not a huge amount of fun, though, was it? Um, no. But I think maybe I'd quite like to have been an undertaker. I think. Are you serious? Because you'd have been really busy because everyone, everyone's getting time. shot. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. People need you, don't they? Fabulous. Next one. <laughs> I don't know who you asked that to. Actually, I think it might have been. Julia Michaels, maybe. Yes. Yeah, it was. I don't know where I was going with no, that. I don't, I don't know, know where it came it. from. Next question. I might pop open that Aperol. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good idea. Okie dokie. All right. Gosh. What's your favourite motorway service station? Oh, boring. Well, you, you can you can answer that. I don't know. I actually don't have a favourite motorway service. Well, no, I do, but I just don't know what its name is. But there's a nice one on the way back from Glastonbury where you stop and then oh, you have KFC and you're sort of in the woods. Oh, no, you sit I don't outside know. and eat it. 
But having but said that, any motorway service station on the way back from Glastonbury is a, like it's a blessing and a curse. Isn't the M3, it? because or the M4. You want to you want to set foot in somewhere that isn't mud or lined with hessian, yeah, or hay. There's one in Stroud that's and you quite want like to, You just want to, you know, you want to just have something that isn't Glastonbury. Yeah. Equally, some concrete. Everyone goes there for a massive shit. Do they? Oh, yeah, of course. So if you do need to stop and go to the loo on any motor service station away from Glastonbury, it's just people evacuating a weekend's worth of oh. disgrace. Oh, that's and horrible. So I mean, just built up. Yeah. Okay, I don't know how many of these we've done. Best girls loud song is. And the question, that question is, what's was, the what's song? the best girls loud? Sorry, song? sorry. <laughs> what's the best girls loud song? Is the question. Yeah. And the answer is call the shots. Oh yeah, I would agree. Which is also the the best song. Do you think? I thought your favourite song was Turn It Into Love. I've heard that or read it. Uh, but they are of I the same... I don't even know if that's my favourite Kylie song. They're of the it's same... it's one of my favourite. They're of the same kind of genre, aren't they? There is a, there is sad, a sadness. Sad. Smiling music. through the tears. Mm. Yeah. I love Kylie Minogue. I can't listen to her there this week because I had a bit of an overdose of Kylie. Because it was a... Oh yes. And you went to a... I went to a Kylie-themed evening. Dressed as, you know, the guys with the red things in the Can't Get You Out. Yes, I think I may have seen this on your socials. Yeah, yeah. on my socials, yeah. I thought it looked... It was a decent attempt. Thank you. I thought. And one of the dancers actually commented on it. Oh. Yeah, I'll show you later. (laughs) Have you ever touched an owl? Um, I have never touched an owl, but I have touched a bird of prey when someone came to my school with a bird of prey. Oh yeah, they used to do that. Um, oh, that does take the edge off that vinegary. It does, it's a nice little, it's like yeah. squash, isn't it? For, yeah. for booze, it's booze Quite squash. Quite scary actually, yeah. how nice that it's is. It's a bit of Aperol. Next question. Well, it's very much found upon these days, isn't it? Touching birds, in some ways. I didn't mean it like that. Um, is there anything on your house that needs fixing? Did I ask that to Julia Michaels? That interview was interesting, I thought. She's an interesting person. Yeah. And she, well, we'll talk about that in a bit, but I heard need fixing in my house. Uh, I need a cat flap putting in, uh, putting in the back door, which is a kind of fully glazed door. Right. Which oh, is double, hard. which is, what's the word for it? Double, double glazed. glazed. So if, it, if a hole is cut in it, then it loses its double glazing properties and gets condensation inside. Uh, and I'm like. What's the point? And I say to Mrs. Robinson. Yeah. Well, it's sort of at the side of the room. You don't really see it. You don't really see out of it. So it doesn't matter if it gets condensation inside it. Oh, it's only a door-sized thing in a room with lots of other windows. So we still get the double glazing off everything else. It doesn't matter if a bit of heat goes out of that. Mm. Can we just have a cat flap? But no, we're not allowed a cat flap. So I have to just open windows and doors for the cat every day to get in and out. Absolute bullshit. So if you could come round and fix that disagreement a- between me and my wife that would be great okay. thank you next question have you done any DIY in here since you moved in when did you move in we moved in a month ago okay you've made it very am I allowed to am I tell, allowed to tell the listeners what is describe. going on yeah. okay so there's first of all they've done the best thing you can ever do when you move in somewhere there's a lot of plants here yeah. it feels like straight away some, it feels like people live here yeah for a while great. as well there's a gold disc that's Lana. Which is a Lana one. There's a, what is this? That's silver. <laughs> a silver Kylie disc. That'll do for me. Um, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's a Lana Del Rey signed poster. Okay. There's a gold doer one there. Okay. Um, there is... Who's that? Janet Jackson. That's Janet, my icon, my fave. Where did this frame come from? My friend Aaron made it. Nice. Yeah. It's he... like a sort of a normal frame, but it's, there's a lot of gold going on and got... various items stuck to it. This is a Brazilian New Rules thing. That's amazing. Yeah. This is from The weekend. That's a signed football. A signed because... football, guys. And then this whole box is just full of magazines with Dua Lipa on them. Okay, That's and that's probably just from last week. That's from this week, yeah. There's some LaRue merchandise there. I'd also see some Saturday's Greatest Hits, yes. Final Selection, chocolates. Also, like, in our stationery drawer, Nadine Coyle stationery. Incredible. Unless it's been stolen. I don't know who it is. There we go. Insatiable. You can take one of those. Wow. Thank you. Next question. I don't know how many we've done that. What's the most you'd ever spend on soup? I asked this, I actually asked this to a few people, but I asked it to Troy recently, didn't I? Yes. Um, the most I would spend on soup. 
His answer was £12, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't think... <laughs> I think if I'm spent in a restaurant, if yeah. I'm spending £12 on a starter, I want something solid. Right. But soup I mean, comes with bread, like refillable bread. So sometimes it can really fill you up. But bread can fill you up too much. And then you don't enjoy the main. I think I would just prefer like a small... Like a miniature of start size risotto, that'd be quite nice. Yeah. In, in, a re- in a restaurant, I would pay £8 for soup. In a supermarket, I can't imagine going above £3 for soup. Really? Even those Covent Garden ones, they must be like 3 or £4. We, going off piste, which is the beauty of Bottle Pop, the beauty, it's the Aperol. All right. Do you hate yourself for asking people these questions, or <laughs> you enjoy How long should pop songs be? Good question. Three minutes. Not 3.25. No. But is, you think three minutes, like Eurovision standard, three minutes? Well, I, I mean, it was three minutes, wasn't it? Yeah. Britney recalibrated it with Baby One More Time because that was three minutes 30. Uh, so so you could argue that 3.30 is... Somewhere between. It has to be three or 3.30. I would go for three. Yeah. I mean, we're all busy people. Yeah, no one listens to anything. Radio One always cuts out the second verse. Yeah. No one listens to me. That's fair enough. Have you got something against fish or their lifestyle? (laughs) Um, I don't have anything major against fish. I don't either. I don't trust them. You don't trust fish? I just don't trust the sea in general. No. Obviously, not all fish live in the sea, so I don't want to be making generalisations. Oh, you get Because, you know, it's 2018, we don't do that. We don't. That's not problematic fish community. I just think, you know, you wade in the sea and... You don't know what's going to come up, do you? No. I actually, I trust I'm an earth I... sign, so I don't like the water. That's the thing. And I don't drink enough water as well. I'm a very dry person. So Pisces, but maybe You should like it. fish. Maybe it's self-loathing. What's um, I, I picked another one here. Oh, you did? Okay. okay. Last one, last one. Do you need to be clean? Do you need to Can be clean? Can you explain the context of this question? It's... I suspect I may have asked you without any context whatsoever, so I should just go I with it. I uh... don't think you <clears> have <throat> any context to that. I think you literally just said, do you need to be clean? Might have been the Ting Tings, or someone like that. So it was quite a long time ago. I've noticed. How like, did you find a Ting Tings interview? I did. I must have done one with you. Did with Katie. You did. Katie, Katie Ting Ting. It's on Pop Justice still. Is it? Yeah. Great days. Um, do you need to be clean? Do I need to be clean? Do you need to be clean? I mean, it's it's preferable, isn't it, to the alternative? I think so. Um, there are some other questions left, but I don't think any of them are really that worthy. Do you enjoy carrots? Really enjoyed that. Well, yeah, I love a carrot, but the prospect of a carrot is not one I relish. Not a dry carrot. Like, you need to soften them up. If I'm eating a carrot, I will enjoy the eating. But there are always carrots in my salad drawer, in my fridge. Yeah. And I never... Old carrots sometimes. No, but no. Always fresh. We we get through the carrots. We've got a strict policy. One in, one out. But when I open the fridge thinking I want something to eat... Yeah. I see the carrots... I don't see the carrots. Yeah. I just, I don't consider, oh, that's a nice snack. Even though I know that if I was, same with cucumber, if I was eating it, I would really enjoy it. But it's I never bit, think, oh, well, I'll just, I'll just peel that and eat a carrot, even though I would love it. It's a bit like pink, isn't it? Like underappreciated. She is the carrot of the pop world. Like she's always there. Always there in the bottom of the fridge. Always the same. Always the same. Good, nutritious. Yeah. You can add it to anything. You know, try try out different things. You could grate it into a lasagna. Fun to swing around in a wire. Fun to swing around, but it's not your first choice. You'd never be like, I love carrots. Like, you wouldn't have <laughs> such a big pink fan. You wouldn't. <laughs> Although there are a few, <clears throat> especially in Australia. But thank you very much, Peter. That was very enjoyable, the quiz. Thank you. The quiz section mm. of... of uh, um, this episode I also wanted to break down what you thought about the state of pop music 2018 because when I was researching that game that previous game obviously there was questions that you would ask Lady Sovereign and the Ting Tings and these are people who I'm pretty sure there'll be people listening who are like 20, 21 and they don't even know who they are because that was 10, 12 years ago and um like obviously like music's really transient people come people go and I think obviously with streaming that is more so the case uh, I don't know is it I don't know so what what do you think like what are you excited about at the moment who's overrated like, but it's it, what, just to go back to one thing you just said people mm. come and people go or do they because they're streaming yeah it's difficult isn't it because mm. it feels like nobody makes an impression mm-hmm. and nobody goes away yeah 
nobody fucks off yeah nobody goes down the dumper like the ting Betty ting. Who is still a thing I like Betty Who uh, 10 or 15 years ago she would have been that would have been has, it she has been dropped hasn't she but it, that would have been it though but there would have been no, no there would have, been no, would have been no way for her to really to get to her audience yeah but there also would have been nobody sort of entertaining the fact that she might have a thing in the future yeah I mean these days with the right song maybe she who knows maybe she could I mean it's hard to imagine how it could happen but it could happen well um, she's so, talented she went to Berkeley. she's a good musician she's got enough of a following to sell out gigs now and then she's happy do you think because there are more artists around and there are more songs around there certainly are. more access to these artists and songs mm. do you think there should be a sort of limit on how long somebody has really to just shit to or pop get off, off the pot um, do you think people should there should be like a, let's say three years from the first song and that's it if it hasn't happened in three years great enjoy well, your songwriting career Dua would have just scraped Sorry. in by yeah. like she would have though wouldn't she she would have scraped in she would have been fine just about though because it was 2015 I think when she did I don't know me, speaking from a personal point of view as someone that I don't ever think that I would stop making my own songs it depends it's like if I thought of myself as just an artist and that was it that would almost like put you in a box so I'm not sure but because of Spotify I think it allowed people to just like just put music out and that was it I don't know that's necessarily a good thing it's no great, no, great no. people can express it's their not. creativity in lots of ways for me, for me it's good because like, yeah. if I want to be if I want to do whatever I want to do and even if it's a tiny audience it's still great because it's like you have to love steam and be creative and blah 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 blah. but what it's doing is it's meaning that the way that we understand how pop stars work and how music works that system is is collapsed pretty much mm. and now people are having to make it up as they go along almost and sort of like throwing shit at a wall and seeing what sticks and it is kind of throwing shit in the sense a lot of the songs in, in the sense that there are rewards algorithmically for uh regularity yeah and quantity mm-hmm. um so whether that means that someone releases eight versions of their new song mm. over, a, over a period of two or three months, here comes the acoustic version, here's the one with the feature, yeah. the rap, whatever, here are the remixes. Um, so whether it's that or whether it's people just sort of putting out content. Mm. For the like, sake of it. Just to sort of keep the numbers, it's like plate spinning, isn't it really? Yeah. Um, and. Uh, it, it feels that there aren't huge events. I think you're right about there being a limit. <laughs> it, it would be great because then that would make our lives easier as consumers of music because then you would... I don't know, but then does it matter? Like, does being a fan and, and being obsessed over, like, one or two people, does that matter? Does that count for much? And I think it counts more, for something. I more think and more it doesn't, though. Like, it used to, like... I, th- I think what really counts is being obsessed with, not necessarily with artists, but with songs. Yeah. So, um, and the point when that's happening, mm. for the first time, probably, is when you're, like, 10 or 11. Yeah. So, if um, if I was to grab a Now That's Right Call Music album, mm-hmm. closest to your 11th birthday... Yeah. And my theory is that everyone, everyone's favourite now album is the one that's It'd closest. Be eleven. It's um, a good theory. You could you could probably sing along to most of the songs on it because yeah. you had a sort of deep obsession with not with necessarily the songs on it because I'm sure there's loads of songs that you didn't like, but you still would have heard them a lot. They would have been around. Yeah. Uh, and I wonder, I wonder if the same will be able to be said for now ninety nine or now one hundred and one in. 10 or 20 years to somebody who's 10 now. Right. I, I, I don't think, I certainly don't, and I, and I don't think people generally have the same sort of depth of, no. uh, sort of depth of sort of, they don't have the immersion yeah. in music. That because we're not told, we're not dictated what we listen to now. We kind of choose ourselves, even though obviously playlists are very political and mm. blah, 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 blah. But before, your only outlet for music was Radio 1 or Top of the Pops, and that's the only way you heard music, or the box, when yeah. I was a kid. and there was a limited number of new releases yeah. each week, which you would sort of get, get to know. So everybody knew everything, and I knew the top 20 of every week. I knew who, who was in there, who wasn't. Yeah. And you kind of... It wasn't an obsession. It was just like, that was, that was, that was music at that point. And if something didn't... Um, if something didn't 
scrape the top 40 then I didn't know it but that was like life pretty much but whereas now chart charts like we were saying about ABBA like it, it still things can make a massive impact well, I'm trying to think actually of like someone who kind of came out with a song and it was like big and then they faded away for more than three years like almost like LaRue kind of right I'm glad that Ellie Jackson decided to come back four or five years after with that album because it was great but obviously it didn't pop off in the same way as the first one did you know if you're gonna have this arbitrary cutoff point I know it's sort of said in jest but if it's like three years you don't know what the reasons are maybe they hit a, a wall oh I don't mind I don't mind between albums that's fine so you're just saying I just think from the from the moment they starts, release something to the okay that makes like, more sense is this actually happening because I, I also think that she, she genuinely did leave it too long but who knows you know she wouldn't have made that album two years after uh, the first album came yeah, out. Yeah, who, who knows? Obviously, talking a lot about Dua earlier, that for a moment, like you said, you were saying, you know, it's like squeaky bum, like you just don't know whether or not that's gonna happen or not. And it took one song. And I think everybody's always just one song away from something. Yep. And it could, that I'm trying to rack in my brain, I swear to God, there are a few examples where it's people who like I think have been written off but then they've released one song and it's like everything's fine look what like a Nelly Furtado kind of thing yeah like when no one was really ever in the market for yeah a, no a one was interested song, and then Manny came out and everyone went absolutely bonkers yeah so it can happen but I think we are oversaturated but it's difficult isn't it because you just don't know what's cooking in people's heads what they've been doing like what the politics behind it all is I don't know I I think there is still like a lot of good pop music coming through but it's just a different game now so like what we characterise as successful for the last three or four years or so I think we've had to adjust that expectation so mm-hmm. something like Louisa Whereas like best behavior for me was like one of the best songs of last year. I'm um, I'm pretty zen about the fact that that didn't go in the top forty because I don't care because I know I liked it and the people that I liked liked it. So yeah. it's like that doesn't matter to me. But obviously because it doesn't go in the top forty and because it doesn't sell a lot, she'll get dropped and then she won't make songs like that anymore. So it's like shooting yourself in the foot. But also not just her because if that song had gone to number one for a month. Mm and had repeated that success in America loads of other artists would be seeing that and going oh maybe that maybe we should do something a bit like that mm-hmm. um, so it's not really just about sort of you and Louisa no it's kind of about what you know what's lost by that being a flop yeah it's lost the fact that, like that people could have made songs like that and the fact that it was a flop has mm. probably put people off making songs like that so yeah. it works from both sides as well but that was part of the pleasure of loving the Spice Girls was being like our favourite band has just been number one for six weeks like what you know what I mean I'm like fuck you Oasis that's what it kind of was yeah seeing, seeing your favourite artist go to number one is an amazing yeah. feeling isn't it but does it feel the same now when no one really knows what number one means no or? it doesn't and so I think you kind of have to let go of that a little bit. Interesting points made. So this is the point of the episode, notoriously, where it's all new now. So we've got um, we've got Sonos, so you can connect. To okay. We're gonna do aux cable. I was gonna start being like aux cable's a pun because obviously it's awkward and aux cable. Yeah, so you've done that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. And now that Apple have decided to be like bastards and get rid of the aux cable on iPhones like I kind of thought like it's a little bit redundant but I, mean, I did even bring an adapter with me for did my you? phone could I have that a great guy what to keep just to keep yeah they're only five pounds aren't they are they you can get them from WA Smith can you yeah no I'm joking I do need one though <laughs> no I'm fine you bought me an Apple roll that's <laughs> so I'm really excited so Everybody, if you are joining Bottle Pop um, for the first time, Orgs Cable is three songs uh, that my wonderful guest has chosen to play me because they are songs that get a bad rep and um, deserve a little bit of exposure. So God only knows what Peter Robinson has chosen. So what song number one plays? 
<laughs> I'm quite nervous about this. I don't know why. I have, I have I did a playlist before I came. I've got a lot of songs on it. Why don't you just oh. play all of them? Okay, so the first one I'm going to choose is, uh, and I've been getting into this artist quite a lot recently, <gasps> on Sundays on when Sunday. I'm in the kitchen. Okay. Maybe feeling a bit pensive. Gosh, let me think. Is it a, like a new artist? Three words. Barry fucking Manilow. Oh my God. You literally, like this is really bizarre. So before you came, I checked the sound with Julian and I was just like, okay, Julian, what are Megan Trainor's fans called? And he was like, Megatrons. I was like, what are Ariana's fans called? Arianators. And then I was like, what are Barry Manilow's fans called? And he was like, who's Barry Manilow? Wow. He actually said that. And I was like, Fanilo, get out. Yeah, so there you go. I love Barry Manilow. Barry Manilow was an old person's artist, even when I was a very young person. It felt right. like he was... Hedging his bets. It just, it just felt... You know how some people have always seemed as if they're old? Yeah. Even when, I guess, they were young? Right. Like, at that point, Barry Manilow was probably my age. No? Anyway, um, so, so he... It sings amazing songs. My mum really In, in terms of the cur- curation of his songs, yeah. they're great. Um, I went to see him live. My mum did. Um, at the O2. Right. A few, maybe even 10 years ago now. I can't believe you. One of my friends that. said, I've got tickets in a box. <laughs> in Do you want to come? A box? Are you kidding? And I thought, this will be hilarious. The Let's dream. Go. So it was like, ha ha ha, Barry Manilow. You know, let's have a... You know, he's got good songs, but let's have a funny night out. Um, obviously, I got drunk. On the way in, <laughs> everyone going in got a Barry Manilow branded glow stick. Oh, my God. And at that point, I knew it was going to be a night. Yeah. Um, feels like it already. His his show is such an amazing showman. Yeah. Audience in the palm of his hand, song after song after song, just just ma- money bangers. Can we go money bangers? Money bangers. Just... It's unbelievable, and the, the the wordplay and the and the metaphors that he sometimes uses in his songs are sometimes a little bit on the extreme side. Right. Um, but um, so the song I've chosen is "I Made It Through the Rain." Oh, I love this song. This is a song that basically says, "Life's shit. Mm-hmm. You can get through it." And he has. He has. With gusto. We both have. We have. And I'm sure you, just like, you know, we've had dark times. Mm-hmm. We've made it through the rain. Can I, tell you, like- can I tell you something about Barry Manilow? When I was in LA last time, there's like a strip mall that near to where I was staying. And every day I went there, they were playing Barry Manilow in the forecourt. And it was to stop homeless people from sleeping in the, like, where you park your cars. Wow. That's- yeah makes assumptions about the taste of homeless people. I know. That's like when they play classical music in tube stations, isn't it? To keep yeah. Teenagers out. It was every day without fail for 30 days. He, I just believe him. And I think actually life has been tough for him in a lot of respects. Yeah. I guess. Um, yeah. He has made it through the rain. What I also love about this song, it's got a bit at the end where it's like the song has its own encore. Oh, it's like it's quiet. It's like a, quiet, it's like a song that was written going... There you go. That's going to be my final song of every live show I ever do until I'm dead. Oh. Here's a bit of a mate. I'm going to skip to the. Uh... Please do. I will be listening. I'm going to pop for a pee. Crank it up. Oh. Oh, fuck. Thank 
you, Baron Manilow. Oh god, what a song. Peter what Austin, is... are you a fan of Low, would you say? Yeah, yeah I am, yeah. I, I, I never would have thought I would have been, but I charged upon his Essential Manilow album and yeah. um, I thought these songs are good. He's, he's basically, he's got... I took a pill and he beats. Oh my song. god, no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Just bit vomiting. of a spoiler there. A bit of a spoiler for what's going to happen next. I just was sick wow. in my mouth there. No, I wasn't. No way I love Barry Manilow, and I'm going to make a lot of effort to listen to him in the coming weeks. So track two. <laughs> my next one. Which I kind of know already. But I thought, I thought when this came out... Yeah. This, uh, I've never I, heard this the whole way through. So everyone hated this song, right? Yeah. When it came out... Did they I, hate the song or hate him, though? That's the thing. The whole thing. Right. Okay. I don't think there was any aspect of it. From the song title to the artist to the concept. to the remix to the whole yeah. thing that people didn't hate. Obviously, it was a massive hit, so yeah. lots of people liked it. But you know, but in its defence, Twitter didn't like it. Um, who fucking cares? But yeah, anyway. So, um, <laughs> but I thought, I thought it was unusual mm. and interesting to hear an artist talking about going down the dumper. Yeah. It's a song about being a one-hit wonder yeah. and having nothing left. Um, a song about going down the dumper and finding some way to come back from it. This answers our question from earlier on. Yeah, it does. It's definitely more than three years. It does. From, um, what was that song? Think You're Cooler, cooler Than, than me. me. Yeah, there you go. Um, and so, yeah, so it's, it's a song about what happens to artists when we forget about them, I yeah. guess. Wow, how pertinent. And ironically, it was a song that was by writing about that then gave him his second hit. Yeah. All right. Uh, but also, you know, there's a line in it about, I took a bill on Ibiza to show Avicii I was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been thinking about it a lot over the last couple of weeks, actually. I bet and, you have. And it's, uh, <laughs> haven't we all been thinking haven't about Mike Posner yeah. and had his, his comeback single mm-hmm. and how he can't even really perform that live now because it's, you know, taken on a very different meaning. But I think rather yeah. than, rather... I didn't uh, even think I think that. it actually has even more poignancy. Yeah, I yeah, can't, more, I, honestly... I, I think he should, because it's, it's about, you know, it's about what happens when you're famous and mm-hmm. uh, what happens to other people when they're famous. And mm. I think for a lot of artists, they will always, even though they won't talk about being in competition with or looking up to other artists, mm. or because it's a bit of a weird, you know, no one ever really sort of talks about that. Mm. Um, you know, people will say, oh, you know, I love Beyonce or whatever, but no one sort of talks about people who are sort of on their level or somewhere near it. Yeah. Bit, you don't cross the streams, do you? No. Um, so, uh, yeah, so I think it's, it, I, th- I thought it was a really poignant song when it came out, and I think it's a. Even more so. Un- it's, it's an unexpectedly and unintentionally poignant song now. So I have never heard this all the way through because I always turn it over. But now you've t- said it like that, and knowing the meaning behind it, I'm going to listen to it. Okay. Fully, full attention. So this is "I Took a Pearl in Ibiza" by Notorious Mike P.O.S. To show Avicii I was cool, and when I finally got sober, felt ten years older. But fuck it, it was something to do. I'm living out in LA. I drive a sports car just to prove. I'm a real big baller cause I made a million dollars and I spend it on girls and shoes But you don't wanna be high like me, never really know why like me You don't ever wanna step off that roller coaster and be all alone And you don't wanna ride the bus like this, never know who to trust like this You don't wanna be stuck up on that station, stuck up on that station Oh, I know, a sad soul Sad souls, darling. Oh, I know. Or sad souls, sad souls. Enjoyed that. Thank you, Peter. That You're was very welcome. Genuinely, like, heart-wrenching stuff. The line in it about my name's a reminder of a love song people... Uh, no, my name's a reminder of a pop song people forgot. It's like that an ABBA song. super bleak. Yeah. yeah. It's ABBA levels of melancholy there. Absolutely. Mike Posner, I, I'm raising a glass, actually. Let's toast, Let's toast for that. And to Avicii. Oh. What a horrible, horrible... Horrible thing, it's terrible. Just topping you up. We actually still got quite a lot. I'm try- really trying to pace myself so I don't say anything stupid. Oh. What is, is careful? 
that always happens. Is there anything you're worried about saying in this comeback podcast? Because I know, you know, opening episode of season two. Yeah. That well, because you're can, attached can to be it. where the audience can just disappear and go... Well, we don't have a massive audience. Like, I'm not... We, we did get to number two on the music chart, which was a... Which episode was it that did that? Um, M&E Right. Uh, and uh, what were we talking about? We oh, I was back to my third. Oh yes, yes. I'm not sure which. All right, I've decided. <gasps> I've whittled it down to two. Okay. And I am going to choose. I'm on edge. Snow Patrol. No, is it? No, shit, is it? Is it? No, sorry. Just got a text message from Julian. Anything important? Is it spitting games? I don't, don't want to keep you. Is it spitting games? No. Oh. In fact, it's not even Snow Patrol. It's what? A, it's a cover of a cover of a Snow Patrol song, right? right. You know when Leona Lewis did Run? It's a cover of that. <laughs> by Almighty. Now, you're familiar with Almighty, I would imagine. The, the remix. The of remix of people. Yeah. But they also made their own song. Do they? I don't know if they still do it, but like they certainly did. But, I mean, very sort of... Uh, it's poppers, right? Like, if it wasn't finished by lunchtime, they'd sack it off, kind of. You get the impression that it was very sort of, let's do at least three songs a day, bang them through the session vocalist. Anyway, so they did... Um, Jamie Knight is the singer on this. It's great. When it kicks in, it's fucking amazing. Okay. The last minute of it, again, also amazing. The other good thing to listen out for in this, yeah. afterwards, tell me which Kylie song they'd probably just heard on the morning of making this. Okay. Okay, here we go. Okay. Listening. Like transformed by that. It's fundamentally shit, isn't it? Yeah. But, like, absolutely amazing. I'm feeling the alcohol more than I should. And we actually have a bit left, so... Absolutely incredible. Probably top that up. Thank you for those choices. They were... Oh, you're you're so welcome, Tom. Am I? Am I, though? You're very welcome. They're so um, diverse. Do you know what? On the way home, I might order Chinese. Mm. I've got eat something otherwise I'm going to die <laughs> so how will um, how are we going to wrap this up we've kind of got off on loads of different tangents so I have no idea well who, who are you doing for the next next one for episode 2 so I haven't organised it yet but um, I can tell you who exactly I've got lined up who's confirmed so Rob Copsey's confirmed for one Coppo yes. he's in um, Siobhan Donaghy yeah Grace Medford Um and then that's it but I've got three or four episodes lined up so I'm hoping as we go we'll get more we'll drum up more interest I think the best way of wrapping this up is yes. to uh, is for me to ask you to ask your next guest yes. a question okay that's interesting podcast. let me get my pen hang on I've got one somewhere alright here's a question go would it necessarily be a bad thing if all life on earth ended at 10pm tonight I think it would. So there, so there would be no survivor, so there would be no one to be sad about it ending. No one would be in any pain because life would just simply stop. It's very matrix. Would it be a problem? Would it be a bad thing? Okay. So I need to actually figure out who to ask that to because some people might just be like, no. <laughs> that would be me. That would be my answer. No, I think it would be bad. Okay, yeah, love that question. So that, yeah, so Existential. That's, I mean, it's just that's common sense, like isn't it? If a tree falls in the woods and no one's around to hear it, yeah. does it make a sound? Yeah. That's like that. If no one suffers or is there to experience any suffering afterwards, does it matter if everything stops? So, episode two, I'm going to ask this question. 
And maybe that can be a recurring theme for Bottle Pop Season 2, Peter. Thank you. You've given me um, some new format, which I'm great grateful for. Invoice in the post for I, that. I will. How Thank much? you for having me on your for your big comeback. Oh, it's just you're like welcome. the other comeback, but even better. It is, and I am so grateful. It has been an absolute thrill to have you here in this palace um, of pop music. It's which been a joy. Is, I'm quite drunk now, actually. To be, I'm to really be tipsy. I've got to go out now. I've got to eat. But it has been an absolute pleasure. I am so excited uh, to do Bottle Pop Season 2, the best podcast out there, if I do say so myself. It's not. But, you know. One of the. One of the. <laughs> you should do one. Uh, have you considered it? I I, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm sure you've been asked by like a million people. But anyway, here's to episode one or 17. Well done, everybody. Hey, thank you for the <laughs> I might have a shot. And we'll see you all next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.